When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. There is a malaise from which many of us suffer uh, or have suffered in our lifetime. That is the belief, and by the way, it is a mistaken belief, that there is easy money to be made, that there is wealth without risk, that there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, that there's some way to find the, uh, you know, the treasure of El Dorado, whatever it might be. Today's younger folks, and we love you, you're our children, uh, you're our children, we know who you are. And grandchildren. And grandchildren, not, well, no, my grandchildren are tiny. They're tiny. I don't have any old I got, grandchildren. I got an almost eleven-year-old grandchild. So, oh man, for yourself. Yeah. You, well, you're you're all whacked with your ages. You got don't young daughters going. and old grandchildren, and it's very confusing. We don't it know is. what you've been doing or how you've been managing well, life. I, I think we can pretty go. clearly see what I've been we doing. We're going to let it go. <laughs> but 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 there's one thing that a lot of young people, millennials and the like, are all excited about, and and it's it's this thing called passive income. Now it sounds great because what does it say? Passive. That means I don't have to do anything. I can sit on the couch, play video games, and I make money. Who wouldn't want that? However, there are some serious problems with most of the passive income pitches and products and purveyors out there, Tom. You know, it's a fascinating, I think this is somewhat uniquely American too. The idea here that you can kind of move up right in, in, in social class and what's that something to do with your wealth without you doing start anything. From that, without doing anything. I mean, it's going to be easy. And the quote from this article was we live in a passive income obsessed culture. Now, if you go, for example, uh, and to look at the top rated investing podcasts at Apple, mm-hmm. the first because we're among them. You know, I go look at the top 30, and of those, I believe it's something like 27 are all related to real estate. Real estate. They have a system. They have a method. They have something to sell you, which, which by the way, results in their passive income. Uh, not so much yours. But the article spent some time talking about other people who, who think they're going to somehow set up a website selling, in this case, it was golf products. And earn $150,000 a year in passive income. Now, they set the website up, of course, paying the people to build the website, paying for the private label product, et cetera. And then uh, they ended up making $300 in sales, which really doesn't sound like $150,000 in passive income to me. I'm more concerned. And and by the way, having been in online sales. Yes, you uh, were. It is uh, an actual business with risks and, oh, Oh wait, the other word, that other that other money way you make money. 
uh, work. Oh yeah, work. You have to work. Show up and do something. Do actually, in today's world, you don't have to show up. Um, but the pandemic, I think, made all of this worse, right? Because eh, I've got my check well, from the government. I, yeah. I'm going to put it in something. I'm going to make easy money coming in, coming in hot, if you will. So again, the reason that it concerns me is that people, as as this case showed are misled. They're misled about how easy it's going to be to set up a website to do this. But I think the bigger picture is most people are misled about the ease of passive income from real estate that I can buy a rental that, yeah. And it's going to be easy money. I'm going to have to sit back and it's going to come in every month from the renter. It's going to be far more than what I had to borrow, et cetera, et cetera. But you and I know, having been in business, and by the way, I never got into business to make easy money. It just that wasn't. I did it because I enjoyed being in business every day. Well, Still and, and it's a it's a good thing that we neither of us did it for easy money because <laughs> if we none did, then we would we would be sitting around going, "Oh, we failed miserably." <laughs> we did, yeah. And none of the money was none of the money was easy. Business is not easy. I don't care what business you're in. It's not. I'm watching my wife try to get ready for the, the, the spring and summer season with her food truck business. And she's already bemoaning the fact of how much she's going to have to work the next six or seven months to make all this happen. It isn't easy. It isn't passive. Um, the only passive portfolio that I know that is easy, frankly, and you have to have money to make money off it is, is investing in a globally diversified stock portfolio and bonds to some extent and getting that money, that's money you don't have to work for. You already worked for it. You saved it. You set it aside. And those companies then reward you for being an investor in them. Okay, that's passive income. That works. But I don't know of any other business, vending business. No, that's not easy. No. Website, no, that's not easy. None of those things are easy money. And there is no other business that you can sort of say, well, I just I put my money in, in this passive business and I get a check every month that I know of. Now I know there's 20 web, 20 websites or 20, 20,000 websites, podcasts. And we used to remember, we used to follow the guys from Eastern Europe who set up these awful, how to sell it at Amazon websites. You just buy the stuff, blah, blah, blah. That turned out to be even worse than some of these other things you read today. So I'm in my advice always is (laughs) caveat emptor with any of these things. Well, number two, I don't know of anything easy with passive income. Even the people who pitch passive income through real estate work really hard to make their money, but generally they don't do it in real estate. For example, one of the top rated, top most listened to podcasts about real estate is called the Cardone Zone with Grant Cardone. Is it Cardone or Cardone? I don't know. It's okay. got an E at the end, but anyway, oh, uh, the picture thing. of it, there's a picture of him sitting on his private jet or a private jet because yeah. of course that's what everyone who does this aspires Ooh, we need to, to rent one of those when you're out. We'll have our picture taken yeah, on one we'll of those. Get our picture taken. Here's what uh, happens. But do you know what it costs to attend his training on oh, how, how to, on how to make a fortune in real estate? A small well, fortune. The classes, the classes start at a thousand dollars. That's the first rung. That's not and the personal go up touch. To yeah, twelve thousand dollars. And then, if you're lucky to get on one of Cardone's, I'm just guessing. 
You get mm-hmm. to be an investor in one of his projects somewhere. This is how they get you started, right? We get you in. You're part of all this, and then the next one's better, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they. they yeah, well, it's about up. real estate. It it's about sales training. But the, the the point I'm trying to make is that 99 percent of these people make their money selling you training, teaching you, not doing it. And my argument has always been like with all the, whatever happened, by the way, whatever happened to all the day trading schools, they used to be everywhere. So much. Yeah. I used to hear their ads all the time. They're gone now. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it turned out that their courses didn't work. The only people for Mm. whom they worked were the people who sold them to you. The system made the money. If it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Just make that a rule of life. There are a whole lot of people. There are a whole lot of people in Nevada and Utah who wish they made that the rule of thumb, their life rule, because another, another, another Ponzi scheme. Which you sent me, which I was unable to open. A Mormon Ponzi scheme. They're everywhere. If somebody told you they could get you a 50% annual return, would you believe them? No, Five you zero. shouldn't believe them. But in this case, that was affinity fraud, right? These are well, fellow. He was a member of the goers. church. Yeah, and yeah. good people. He's a, such no a good doubt. guy. Yeah, I want to finish the thought though on on passive income because just to be clear, we are not opposed to people that go into business because we've gone into a lot of businesses. Some have worked, some have not worked. Um, but what we do want people to know is, based on our experience. It's not easy. It's not passive, certainly. And you got to work at it every day. I think in a small business, you work harder as an operator than you do in basically any other job. It's oh, on you all the yeah. time. You got to be always there. working, always, exactly. always so, working. There is. And again, I want to go back to your point. You want a passive income, a passive income. Well, the best you can expect is maybe five or 6% per year. That's it. And you have to have money to invest to get the passive income. If you think you're going to get a passive income for just existing, just taking in oxygen and spewing out carbon dioxide, you really it's are delusional. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're. That's what you're doing. Uh, you're a carbon meant, dioxide yeah. spewer, and that doesn't get you diddly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I never thought I'd use the word diddly in a podcast, there but I go, just finally. did it. Be careful the way you use it. All right, time for a couple questions. It's a podcast. We can use it any way we want. Bring out. But we'd make our audience unhappy. We're not going to do that. All right. Do you have questions? Tom has questions. And by the way, you can uh, you can send these in as we say the ones I'm going to read. You can read them. Or wow, for those of you who like, you can actually call us live on Saturdays from uh, what noon to two Pacific, uh, three to five. Do you even know what that is on the East Coast? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't, How about Greenwich still live Mean on the East Coast? Time? Well, I don't know what to mean about it, but uh, it's 800-386. No, 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 no. 855-935-TALK. You know the office number. That's good enough. 855-935-TALK is our number. But this question, of course, came in by someone who likes from someone who likes to type. Yeah, this is, I think I'm saying this right, Iman from Paramount, California. Another city I do not know. Uh, took the risk quiz. Score is 64. What is your recommendation for investors at Fidelity? 64. 
Well, uh, as it says in the risk quiz, that puts you puts you pretty close to a sixty forty. You're right about balanced. And at at talkingrealmoney.com, and this is all going to change in the next week or so. I'm going the to next soft. Week. We're going to hold. I'm going to soft oh. open. Okay. I'm going to soft open the new website. I am. I'm going to soft open wow. it. It's not done, but I'm going to soft open it. Uh, got most of the stuff. And uh, what you can do is scroll. Uh, right now, though, you scroll down the page, scroll, 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 and look at popular show topics. And it ah. says three funds at three groups. That name is going to change, but it's going to be a button at the top of the page. Uh, wow. It changes to, hold on, I got it right here because I'm working. We're, this is on the fly, folks. You're learning the Diligent, inside I am the background. Working diligently the button will believe. be D D I Y portfolios. Oh, okay. This Much is easier how to, to make passive out. income from Don McDonald. Take advantage of that. Yeah, no, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't work that okay, way. Okay. So uh, I have a score of 64. I mm-hmm. go to the D I Y section. What are the funds? You know, you go, yeah, the new f- website or the old website is three funds from three groups and, uh, there it'll give you at fidelity, for example, if it's if it's mutual funds, yeah, let's just just go with mutual funds. It's the total market index fund, U.S. Yep. The total mm-hmm. international index fund, and the total bond index fund. And Those here's what I would funds. do if I was 64. I put a third in each one. Crazy, That's about huh? right. I, I I'd yeah, be a little well. heavier. I'd be yeah. a little heavier in the bonds, but no, but no, that's close enough. Easy. Close enough. Easy. It's easy. And then every year, if it's in a, a qualified account, you could rebalance it to that. It'd be pretty close. So. Thank you okay. for listening in beautiful Works Paramount, California. Do you know Paramount? I don't know Paramount. Yeah, That's it's where it they is. make uh, movies. You know Paramount Pictures? <laughs> that Paramount. Okay. All right. Yeah. Should have known. Paramount uh, Plus. I think they have a big one. mountain there or something. I do know this I'm town. I'm joking. Uh, Scapoose. No, Scapoose, Oregon. You ever been there? Uh, never. Okay. Smart now there's one I've here. never heard of. <laughs> okay. I think it's in Eastern Oregon. This is from Jay. I'm a new listener. When you're comparing mutual funds versus ETFs, you say one of the drawbacks of mutual funds is that they may generate capital gains. Why is generating capital gains a potential drawback? It's a good point, by the way. Oh, Doesn't that mean that, I'm okay, making there, some we money? Need to add a word. We that? need to add a word. We need to add a Please. word. They yeah. generate taxable gains in a year. That In you, a year you, where you, you could have losses. Right. And yeah. and the thing about mm-hmm. ETFs is they the only time you have a cap you're gonna have capital gains all along. It's the distribution of the gains that exactly. could potentially be a bad thing because you gotta pay taxes on it. That means you lose money that was making money for you. If, for example, you had a mutual fund that was worth a thousand dollars and they distributed a ten percent capital gain and you're in the twenty five percent tax bracket, well now you have $25 less than you had before. And in your fund, you've got $25 less that's making you future money because you sent it to the government. Well, and it can be, it's very counterintuitive. The whole point of our earlier discussion was when you're in a year where the fund itself loses value because uh, the markets have been down. And now you've got a tax bill. It's just, it's a weird situation. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, it would no, be adding awful. insult to injury. You have like a, exactly. a 30% down year, and then you have a 60% capital gain distribution, which means you, you've lost like 50% of your money, 60% no, I mean, of your it's money. it's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that's why. So you're right, Jay. Making money sounds good, but in this case, 
It's but we want the money negative. to stay in the fund making money, exactly. and that's what ETFs yeah. do. The money stays in the fund making Far money. Far better alternative, but great question. Now, if you if you have really complicated questions, like you want someone to look over a portfolio to see how hodgepodgeish it is or how expensive it was, remember, expensive is almost always past tense. They almost always get it from you up front. Sometimes it's along the way. You should probably have someone take a look at it. And we know that having someone, whoever that someone is, look at it is a scary thought. Because, because you're going to get sold night, something. You're going to get sold something. And They're going to say if be, your money's at there, it should be over here instead. Guaranteed. Yeah, and it could be yeah. that you're going to get sold something by somebody who's really bad at what they do, too. Or really expensive, or really not really acting expensive. in your interests, or really wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it yeah. be cool if you could get some advice and not worry that you're going to get a sales pitch? Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, what by the way, try to why, do. by the way, yeah. we work with some people who hate this idea. I just want—I'm not naming names, yeah, but there's an old a lot school, of trouble at HQ. You know, there's the, a lot. Well, Tom there's an old school anything. that yeah. you always sell, always be selling. Always ABC, be closing. Always be closing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's, and that's movie. not our philosophy. It's not no. about always selling. It's about doing what's right for people, and then somehow it works out in the end, and it has for us. Doing it's this worked has out worked out. Well. It's kind of like Santa Claus and Miracle on Thirty Fourth. That's what we and are. I think. Oh, I think oh, this oh, week. Go thank you. down. To, yeah. I'm, Glad to be the Santa. I, I, this week, I think I talked to the 42-year-old bartender in Las Vegas, rebuild his portfolio, their portfolio, because mm -hmm. he's married. A mm -hmm. uh, 45-year-old engineer in uh, California, which had he had a pretty good portfolio, but I helped fix the 401k. Uh, there's a 37-year-old truck okay, driver. So, so somebody, these are all see, people here's that the called. Thing. Yeah. Somebody called you, and they had a pretty good portfolio. And yeah. yet, if you called most people in this business, oh, gosh, yes. even a pretty good portfolio, they would find something wrong with it and tell you you had to, you really should bring it over to them. Exactly. I mean, that's, again, if the money's at Merrill Lynch, there's a lot of reasons it should be at fill in the blank. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Smith Barney, whatever it is. So, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm starting to say can, Smith Barney, but it's it's not around anymore. And I've got, a guy, I've got a guy I'm talking to this weekend who is in uh, Paris uh, on Saturday morning. So can Paris, you Texas? I was like, no, Paris, uh, France, I believe, actually, in this case. Because he said, uh -huh. can we do it early? I said, yeah, I'll do Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific. I'm up. What do I care? So I'm talking to... Uh, it's a, an American who I think works from the State Department or something. So anyway, wow. yeah, we help everybody, but we want you to get it right, really. Right. And you will not get a sales pitch. And all you have to do to do it is just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on Meet an Advisor. It oh, you know what's simple. been fun? Meet an Advisor. Mm. But been more fun is the phone calls. So many people have called. 800-386-3004, yeah. that number? I love it. Let me help you get out of the hokey pokey, turn yourself around, get back with your life. I think it's, uh, and, it's and been that, a lot of You fun. notice we actually have an 800 number. It's only because that was originally the 800 well, number to order, the, to order the Don McDonald money letter or, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you can't even get a pizza there, but call it anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, call 800-386-3004. That was my enough. contribution to starting Vestry. I gave him no, a phone number. Very kind. No, it has yeah. worked out. Been there a it's long time. Out. Still still, okay. still rings, so thanks. All right. So uh, where's the B1? I don't see it. 
You know, the B1, here's the thing yet? about the B1. No, here's the thing. Uh, very little has been done. Some paint has been administered, but the garage is probably 35 degrees. I don't spend that much time out there working in 35 Oh, degrees. I forgot you actually live in a winter wonderland. I forgot. Exactly. That. So we need I a mean, little, literally little our air conditioner downstairs shut down and we're dying because it's 85. Oh, that sounds so good Outside. right now. Yeah. 85. All right. Uh, we have to go. We do. Yeah. Because we're trying to keep our podcast down to about 20 minutes, and we're right there. So uh, if you if you want to ask us some questions, anytime, call 855-935-TALK or go to TalkingRealMoney.com. And remember, we're here all the time. It's me. It's Tom. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?